This episode of Enough is brought to you by Harvest. Harvest is a painless time tracking and invoicing application relied on by the most innovative teams in over 100 countries worldwide. Teams including Happy Cog, Squarespace, Volkswagen, and a ton of other freelance designers, developers, and consultants. You can track your time effortlessly from anywhere using their web client or one of the many apps that they have on platforms including Android, iOS, and their newly released Mac app. You can send your clients professional and attractive invoices directly from Harvest via email, PDF, or directly on the web, and they can pay you instantly by credit card or by using fast payment gateways like PayPal, Authorize.net, Trust Commerce, and many more. Harvest have created a service that's so intuitive and easy to use that you can spend a lot less time worrying about your timesheet and much more time focusing on your work. You can try Harvest for 30 days today for free. No credit card, no obligations. Just go to getharvest.com where you can sign up for the 30-day free trial. After your trial period, use the code 512, that's 512 as you know it, at checkout and receive 50% off your first month. Do it quick as this offer expires August 1st, 2012. That's 512 at checkout. This episode is also brought to you by Squarespace. We love Squarespace at 70 decibels. They give you everything you need to create an amazing website. You can get a two-week free trial by going to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels. They'll also give you 10% off with the offer code 70 decibels 6. That's now 70 decibels 6 for the month of June. And also, if you buy an annual plan with Squarespace, they're currently giving you free domains, so go try them out. Thank you very much to Harvest and Squarespace for sponsoring. Mr. Hurley, how are you? I'm very well, Mr. Roan. Very well indeed. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm in tip-top shape. Good. So, uh, uh, some, uh, a couple, couple of thoughts have been running through my mind. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do the one that we're not going to talk about first. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, you know, we're not going to talk in depth about first. It's only loosely related. Um, but that thought is, uh, you know how in real life we, we kind of, uh, think of our, our, you know, our friendships kind of, in terms of where they started, you know, like, oh, yeah, he's, he was a high school buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I knew him in college. Yep. Or, you know, oh, we worked together at this place, you know. You assigned um, the location you, you or the ass- time of your life to that person. Yeah, exactly. We met in school. Right, um, we exactly. We became friends via Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, but and, and you just hit on something, Right. How interesting is it that, like, I've, I have friends that I've known since Jaiku. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> how, how many, you know, kind of social networks and online places, you know, just like, you know, high school is something that you graduate from and move on to college and, you know, uh, yeah. You know, in the same way we say, yeah, I've known him since high school or I've known her since college, we will say, yes, I've known him since MySpace, right? <laughs> That's the way it's going. We we both use Blackberries together. <laughs> <You know? 
<laughs> I mean, as these places die off and, you know, as we move on to other things, um, you know, I can, I can only imagine, you know, that, and it's true. There's at least four people who I follow and remain, you know, internet friends with today that I've known since Jaiku, since we were on Jaiku together. And I can almost remember specifically the point at which we all decided to give Twitter a try um, and kind of ended up being there. Um, you know, it is usually like one person who decides, you know, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to try out this Twitter thing. And, you know, anyone want to give it a shot with me? Sure. You know, and, you know, suddenly everyone goes there. Um I don't know. I just I find find that thought very interesting. That uh, in the future we will be able to, uh, you know, track our friendships, uh, you know, to past online uh, properties and experiences. But um, the thing I wanted to talk about today was was this, and that is. Uh, one of the things that I will do from time to time as part of my, you know, getting things done style, brain capture, weekly review, whatever you want to call it, <clears throat> um, is uh, going from room to room in my house with a pen and paper, in my case. And sitting there and asking myself the question, what's broken? Now, broken being kind of a broad, you know, term, not a specific one, right? Um, from, you know, oh, I need to organize this the pile of papers on this desk to, um, oh, I really should remember to dust the tops of the pictures uh, next time I clean or, uh, you know, this little nail is sticking up out of the hardwood. and I've been meaning to pound that, you know, to get a hand hammer and pound that back in. I live in an old house. These things happen. Mm -hmm. um, uh, two things like, you know, the flow of this room has never been quite right for me. You know, I, I always find myself bumping into this or, you know, feeling like if it was arranged a little bit different, the space would open up more. Or even just, you know, this is just due for a change. Because sometimes just changing a room, changing the way it is organized can just make a big difference in the way that you use it and the way that it feels. Um, but... Pretty much that, top down, writing down anything that catches my attention about that space and moving on to the next one. And, you know, I, I can easily fill up two or three pages worth of projects, big and small, <laughs> you know, doing this. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a wonderful exercise because at the very least, even if you don't get to, you know, that stuff anytime soon, you feel like, okay, I know I, I know it's wrong and I know what the, you know, the process is and I, I know it's all captured. It is no longer these things are kind of consciously or subconsciously bothering me or tasks that are sitting there not captured needing to be done. Um, 
And uh, I recently started thinking to myself, perhaps we should be doing the same exercise with like everything, right? Perhaps we should be doing this with our jobs, sitting down and asking ourselves what's broken. Oh my God, is that a jet? No, it's a truck. Sorry, I, that was that was crazy. I'm sorry. That that that, that, <laughs> that will freak me out a bit. But yes, yes. Uh, I'm sorry, sorry. To, I'm all, sorry. All windows are closed now. That's this I have verified. Yeah, we, I I heard them. Yes, um, I don't know why why the traffic is so loud when we're recording today. Uh, but it is, and there's nothing we can do about it because it's, it's happening. It. So I'm I'm sorry. I actually, well, I actually do have some idea, and that is that they are uh, building a light rail. Um, there's a major light rail project going on uh, about uh, six blocks away. Um, and uh, so there's a lot more increased truck traffic and things like that through the areas. You know, dump trucks and utility vehicles and everything else are coming and going. <sighs> but I digress. But you get what I'm saying about the what's broken? Mm-hmm. I think it's a, a nice, nice thing to do to like sit and sit and work it out. I like that pattern. It's nice. Yeah. Well, and and to to feel like at least you've captured it. At least you've put a name on it, right? Because you know, doing this everywhere, like doing this with our jobs, for instance. You know, what's broken? Well, meetings. I, I have too many meetings, and I'm not getting. The work done that I should be getting done because you know there's there's these meetings that I'm having to attend and stuff like that. Well, you may not be able to do anything about that. Maybe you know your micromanaging boss who's calling those meetings right here, you know, or your coworkers who are obsessed with them or something like that, right? But by capturing it and naming it, maybe there is something you could do. Maybe you can. Maybe that will give you the the epiphany to finally talk to whoever the stakeholder is, whoever's the one who could make a change in that to go talk to them and say, look, you know, I'm really having, you know, a problem kind of keeping up with both my work and all of these meetings. And, you know, is there anything we could do to improve the meetings, to make them shorter, to make, to make it so we have less of them, you know? Um, and if not, I understand I'll do my best, but you know what I mean? Mm hmm. Yeah, I do. And then taking it one step further, why should we not make it a regular part of our review process to look at our relationships, especially our closest ones, especially our most intimate ones, our most important ones, and say, what's broken? I wonder how many marriages could be saved or how many relationships would would work better if both people just took the time to sit down and take an inventory of what's not working instead of kind of holding these little resentments that you think don't add up but do. These little frustrations that you think are just no big deal and that you just let go, but you really don't. 
because they add up and after a while all of those little frustrations become one big ball of discontentment and dissatisfaction. Mm -hmm. And more towards that, you know, how much of this is just simply a matter of having better communication with not just the people you're in a relationship with or the the boss who's holding too many meetings or the, you know, um, the things that need to get done around the house that you need to, you know, discuss with the other house members. You know, yeah, I want to change this room. You know, uh, all that has to comes down to communication. But most the most important communication is with yourself your own internal dialogue and just speaking truth to these things that you normally just don't bother, you think are unimportant to capture, you think are unimportant to talk about or write down. Mm-hmm. Anything that is causing suffering is important and important enough to attempt to address in some way. But you can't address it if you can't name it. And you can't name it until you've captured it. And do you use paper for this? Yeah, generally. I guess it's, (laughs) again, with that sort of stuff, is don't force yourself into somebody else's system or a system that you're hoping will work for you you really mm-hmm. need to um you need to to use your your system of less friction you know the system that you enjoy most if that's using mm-hmm. clear or simple note or mm-hmm. um the back of an envelope or anything mm-hmm. just do what is most comfortable to you to allow to give yourself the ability to keep it up well, and I would say that in my case, yeah, I can you know, I'll sit down and go from room to room with a pen and paper just simply because that's the easiest for me to to do and to write these things out quickly and to capture them. But then I can take that paper and I put it into whatever you know, system du jour is that that uh, the pen and paper is the it's just simply a. Uh, a capture tool for that particular, you know, it's the, for me, it's the right medium for that, for that goal. But what I'll do then is I'll take all of those things, at least what I'll do them today, because as you know, I tend to switch systems based upon needs. Um, and right now my needs are great. So I need the sledgehammer that is OmniFocus. But I'll take all of those things and I will then flesh them out into OmniFocus and create projects for all of those things that need projects with, you know, a room-by-room context. And that way I can, you know, I can concentrate on a specific room. Uh, One of the things that my wife and I did um, a couple of weeks ago now, and it was just so satisfying, was... uh, uh, We've got kind of a library den area where we, you know, spend a fair amount of time. Um, and uh, it 
it was it was kind of a mess. <laughs> uh, and it was so nice to say, you know, we kind of said to each other, yeah, you know, library's bugging me. Yeah, it's bugging me too. You know, what should we do? Well, here, I, here's what I think we should do. Let's let's tonight after Beatrix goes to bed. I know we have a lot of work to do and a lot of stuff to get done, but why don't we just spend a couple hours just a couple hours just concentrating on the library all right and we did and you know it 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 just it brought it back it, all of everything i loved about being in that space and working in that space that had been lost because it had become this kind of silent area of uh disruption uh for me uh all of that went away and it came back. And I love it there again. You know? And and I think that that's the, you know, that's the benefit. That's the goal, right? Is you can capture all this stuff and then you can kind of put it all together and then you can say, let's take an hour, let's take two hours and just concentrate on making this space better. You know? Yeah. Because if you've got seven rooms in your house and you can do you can do an hour each day for a week... How much would that just change? I mean, a good third of your life is spent in your home. You know, two-thirds, if you count the sleeping part. How, how nice, how nice is it to have a home that works and works well? And you don't have a bunch of projects sitting, staring you in the face that need to be done. And you don't have, you know, the, the uh, floor plan that's not working, you know, as far as, you know, where furniture is and things like that. Yeah. And to be able to make those changes and to come home to a place of peace. Huge. Game changer. Life maker. So. Yeah. Just run around, run around your life, and ask yourself what's broken. Because that's the first step towards fixing things. I like it. All right. Well, with that, I guess we will chat later. We will. We will. Cheers. Cheers, mate.